You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Welcome to the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all kinds of dorkery. I am your host, Phantom Troublemaker, and we're here today to talk about toys once again, because we do that a lot around here. This was a last-minute podcast uh, that was suggested by my co-host, Mr. Bo Brown. Uh, We were talking the other day, and he said, So, Phantom, when are we going to talk about the Comic-Con reveals? Which, coming from Bo, I knew meant Phantom. When are we going to talk about Masters of the Universe? Because pretty much everything uh, he talks about is Masters of the Universe. Or his new kid, which I totally understand because I had one of those a few years ago and I still talk about him all the time. So anyway, uh, Masters of the Universe from MediCollector.com had a really, really good presentation at uh, San Diego Comic-Con this year. But there was other stuff going on too, like Maddie's own DC Comics line, uh, plus their two new retail lines, which we'll be talking about. Uh, NACA, a lot of other stuff to talk about. We didn't cover nearly everything on this podcast, but we did, uh, myself and Mr. Bo Brown did get Jay Hornsby, the belligerent monkey, and Ryan Schweck on the line, and we discussed a few things. Not everything, because that would have taken about six hours, but a few things. Uh, we got a pretty good podcast out. Uh, this is a quickie. There's not a whole lot to discuss beforehand, so I'm going to say, hey, guess what? The opening track you listened to was Procrastibate by Le Sexoflex. You definitely need to go check them out at lesexoflex.com. You can find their mixtape, Invagin the Possibilities, and their full debut album, The Naughty Contest, at lesexoflex.com. Uh, you can also find a an awesome interview with them, with Pete Peep and Miss Lady Flex of Lesexoflex, in one of our older episodes. So check out the archive. Listen to the old needless things before there's so many of them that it's not worth sitting down and listening to them all. This is only number seven, folks, so you can still go back and listen to all of them in probably under a week if you're just doing it when you drive into work. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get to the toy talk, and uh, stay tuned. Next time, I've got something really special. It's going to be part of Dragon Con coverage, and that is an interview with the illustrious DJ Spider. But for now, here's me, Bo Brown, Ryan Schweck, and the belligerent monkey talking toys. Planet Earth about to be recycled. Your only chance to evacuate is to leave with us.
Welcome to a very special edition of the Needless Things Podcast. Uh, we're going to call this a drop because that's what the cool toy kids call their limited edition indie releases. We just had to talk about what happened at San Diego Comic-Con this past weekend. Uh, some of the big news that came out. Uh, mostly we're going to talk about toys because that's what we do here at Needless Things. I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Bo Brown. Why, hello. And the illustrious... Belligerent monkey Jay Hornsby. How are you doing, Jay? Doing great. Thanks, Phantom Troublemaker. Hello, hello. And uh, we're going to talk, we're going to kick things off, actually, with MaddieCollector.com's sneak peeks, previews, whatever you want to call them, for their DC Signature Collection. We've got a few, you know, they never really release a whole lot, uh, but what they showed, I think, looked pretty good for the most part, with, with one glaring exception. Uh and I'm going to let Jay talk about that a little bit. Sure. I, uh, I'll go ahead and say I'm a sucker. I'm going to sign up, uh, once again for this subscription just because, uh, some of the figures look great. Uh, I guess the biggest thing that really, uh, disappointed me and, uh, was the Doomsday announcement. Uh, Doomsday has been one of the biggest, uh, requested figures they even sold it as hey we're finally giving you the doomsday you finally wanted unfortunately the doomsday they're going to give us is the doomsday no one knows or no one cares about which is the full prison uniform and they're they're dangling the classic doomsday look as the uh, carrot for the uh, notorious tier 2 subscription <laughs> they've offered tier 2 i think i believe every year out of the last three years, they've done this subscription and they've never made it. So, the fact that they're dangling this, I, I, I seriously doubt they're going to get it. And so, everybody's going to get the doomsday that no one wanted at this point. I don't buy the thermometer. I don't buy it at all. Uh, I think this is all strong arm marketing from Maddie. And of course, you know, Toy Guru swears up and down that it's not that that they really are up against the wall on these things. And I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. But it feels to me very fishy when these thermometers sit there for a month at less than 50%, and then somehow in the last three days they top out uh, and, and they're able to push it through. I, I just don't buy it. And this whole thing with if they hit this number of subscriptions, they're able to do this one doomsday that's 100% tooling, and if they hit a higher number of subscriptions, they're able to do the actual doomsday that everybody wants. That's the same amount of tooling. Yeah, is this it, was in the same amount crazy. of tooling because honestly, the other doomsday looks busier. It looks like there's actually more going on. Well, it it, it does tooling. appear that way, but if you look, his doodads are all kind of the harness. That's a separate thing, whereas the sure. the regular doomsday has the head that's a lot more involved. He's got all the spiky pieces. He's got his white soul patch on his chest. Like, there, there is actually a, a little bit more going on sculpt-wise. I, I would I I say more. But I'm looking at the two pictures side more. by side, and they're, they're not that much different. Like, if you look at the one, the harness and the, the, the goggles and all the stuff, and the, you know, cords or whatever that are coming out, or cables, it's... Sh- 
surely they can do the same amount of work on that as the other to make the spiky pieces. Oh, sure, yeah. The there's that everyone wants. There's not enough difference to to where what they're saying makes any sense. I'll, no. I, I will totally agree with that. Agree. It's it's totally absurd. As a matter of fact, I, I would say, and the other thing is, has it been clarified? Are they going to offer both of them if they hit the second tier? Or are they doing the uh, prison one if they hit the first, or just doing the regular one if they hit the second? That's the, the way I read it sure was about. it was just the one. See, that seems ridiculous as well. Because they're, yeah, they're so close that, so enough. So they're just going to throw away all the... Right, all the doodads. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah, not, well. I mean, they they won't go into production with them, but I mean, I I, I don't know. It's silly. And, well, and that's how they. I, I feel for I feel for you. I feel for you, DC fans. <laughs> and uh, you know, aside from the Doomsday thing, they did show a few figures, which, which I think another sort of cheap kick to the nuts that Maddie is is given us as DC collectors is this year we're getting fire. In I think August, and Fire and Ice are traditionally a team. I can't think of a time when I've seen them really operate separately. I mean, I wouldn't even say traditionally; I'd say ostensibly. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. That that would mean that they were a team a long time ago. Right. Yeah, so you're, you're correct. They they are. I have never seen them not operate as a tag team, basically. And they are offering Fire this year. Well, and there was offering... an episode of Justice League Unlimited that just had Fire but not Ice. Well, and that's that's a, a total mar on continuity, and we're going to ignore that <laughs> for the sake of our argument. Um, but no, they split them up, and Ice is coming out uh, in 2014. And I think that's a shit move, and I think the fact that Batzaro is December's 2013 character uh, is, is incredibly lame. And don't get me wrong, Batzaro is a great-looking figure, but it's not a figure I want. Right. And it is a figure that would fit very well into their current Batman Unlimited line at retail. If they can release a shitty version of Kelly Jones' Vampire Batman, then they can certainly release a great version of Batzaro. I agree, and uh, Fire and Ice really should be like a two-pack as the the big figure of the month or yeah. Yeah, some, I would, something you know else. What? You're absolutely right on that. that. That's what they should have done with that one. But I, I can see it from them as a uh, marketing... Oh sure. Perspective. Hey, we you know, you got fire, stick around for one more year, you get ice. Yeah, and that's the plan. And and it's uh you know, that that's their thing. That's what they do. Uh they're also offering Aquaman, he's the January figure, and I think he looks tremendous. It's nineties Aquaman, uh, with the hook hand which really a lot of my collecting of DC is based off of Justice League Unlimited because as much as I've always kind of loved DC's universe Justice League Unlimited is to me the perfect representation of DC's universe. So when I can get characters as they appeared in that cartoon, I like to. So that makes this Aquaman appealing to me. Uh, and it looks like a great figure with a lot of new parts. Yeah, he looks great. Uh, and, uh, I'm a big fan of the Graham Morrison, uh, relaunch and, uh, Porter's relaunch of, uh, JLA back in the 90s, uh, and Peter David's take on Aquaman, so this is perfect. Um, so it's good to see this version of Aquaman, uh, next to the classic version. Uh, plus you also get the Ocean Master, uh, coming out, at, uh, this year as well. Yeah, so. yeah, Ocean Master and Rajal Ghoul, which which I think those are two total scores. I mean, that's uh, two big villains, uh, particularly Rage, that that are oh, must yeah. haves. Yeah, I've been waiting on both of those for a long time. So um, 
you know, another guy in a in a suit that wouldn't necessarily work at retail, but collectors definitely have been waiting for forever. So I'm very happy about that. I will yeah, say that Alpha I... Man looks looks pretty awesome. Um, I think and, he would look actually, fantastic on a flight stand with that hair going. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. The hair looks really good. It's kind of swept off to the right side. And while it does look really good, I tend to prefer my figures in neutral uh, positions so yeah. that when they are just standing there, they don't look odd. And plus, uh, a lot of times the sculptors don't pay attention to the continuity of the action figure line. So on your shelf, you're going to have Batman with his cape sweeping to the left and then mm-hmm. Superman with his cape sweeping to the right. And you're like, where is your wind source on this? This is ridiculous. Which I'm the only one insane enough to think about things <laughs> like that. But uh, that stuff bothers me. You it's important two, to have the same wind two source. fans on your shelf, one blowing one way, one blowing the other way. Where yeah. am I going to find fans that tiny? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say that I've arranged my toy shelf uh, based on light source and wind source. <laughs> um, going back to Ice, the figure does look very good. Uh, I, I can't imagine her looking a whole lot better you know, without requiring massive, massively more tooling, which she doesn't need because she wears a bodysuit and she's got her little fingerless gloves and her, her belly shirt and everything else. She is a great looking figure. Uh, and she comes with an accessory, which is a mind blowing, you know, occurrence, or at least she's scheduled to come with an accessory. Who knows whether that will actually happen or not. Uh, and then also we have, uh, Superboy. Do you care about Superboy, Jay? Not really, to be honest with <laughs> you. It's, <laughs> Eh, you know, I guess he'll fit in with some of the other Teen Titans as a team builder type thing. Um, you know, he's a guy in a t-shirt and jeans, so can't really screw that up too badly, I guess. So I dig Connor Kent. I, I just, this figure just doesn't really do anything for me. And I guess it is because it's just t-shirt and jeans. You know, you, when it, when it's a, in a comic book, you see Connor Kent doing awesome stuff and you're like, oh, he happens to be wearing t-shirt and jeans. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, when when it's just a figure, just standing there, you're kind of like, oh, that's all that's going on. Yeah, you know, I, I did pick up uh, the same DC Universe Classics uh, style Young Justice figures, so I do have, you know, a few of the other ones with uh, Robin and um, Red Arrow and uh, a couple of the other ones, Aqualad, so he'll he'll fit in nicely with those. So I'm, I'm glad to have them just because it'll fill up the team. Right, right. But as a figure by himself, you know, it's all right. It, it kind of goes goes along with a lot of the DC um, uh, subscriptions where it's, eh, yeah, it's good to have, I guess. Right, right, yeah. Oh, well, it's it's another, you know, another character that I don't have to worry about having now. Yeah, it's kind of like the Red Hood and some of the other ones where it's like, eh, yeah, right. I'll, I'll take him, I guess. Yeah, I actually asked Ryan the other day, we were talking about the DC uh, sub, and some of the choices that they've made. And I was like, well, look, the bottom line to me is if I found the Red Hood at retail, would I pay, you know, $24 for him? That's a no. Uh, yeah, right. It's a total no. And that's that's why, for me, this year, I, I am 88% positive that I'm going to pass on the DC sub and just hope that I can get a good friend to order me an ice on the early bird day. Yeah. Well, I do have the early word access, so if there is one you want, let me know. <laughs> so, uh, so Jay's in. I, I'm pretty positive I'm out. And, uh, Bo, I think you've got your own area of interest as I far as do. Maddie goes. Now, now, but if you have the master sub, can you, can't you order 
You I, should. Early yeah, access I ice. Okay. Does it go cross subs? I didn't Absolutely, think it yeah. Did. Once, yeah. Once you have totally a does. sub, you can do early access for anything. So oh, if you have see, the, I uh, thought a master sub, you can do early access yep. yourself. So you got nothing I to worry about, my friend. I thought it was just stuff within your line nope. and non-sub nope. items. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. And I'll be able to order my own ice if they continue early access. Have they even mentioned that yet? Uh, I haven't noticed. I hope so, because so far early them. access has sucked giant balls and been worth Yeah, and they haven't even said whether or not we're going to get it for Comic-Con, which is something that they promised last year when they were selling subs. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we'll see about that. I haven't taken advantage of it personally because no, I've, uh, hasn't I've already had to sub, so I've, I'm already getting, getting what I want. The only reason that well, I, that, that I've had to use early access was to get Strobo, and Strobo sold out in like, what, four minutes? So. I don't think it was even that long, even that. honestly. It's freaking ridiculous. Because I was sitting there waiting when he went on sale. Oh, I was so pissed. Before I, I so could even pissed. do anything, he was gone. I was, I was fucking Ugh. furious. That was ridiculous. Uh, let's see. I'll take that back. Oh, I did, uh, the San Diego exclusives, uh, I did get early access and I was able to order that the day before because, uh, we do have a friend that was there, uh, oh yeah, that's right. That yeah, we were able yeah. to order, uh, make a full order and, uh, uh, get it the day before. So no white screen of death, n- nothing was able to get get everything we wanted. I hope that's not what they were talking about when they said early access for San Diego Comic-Con. I hope they weren't talking about just picking up at the show and not actually ordering on the sale day. Um, I mean, it's the it, same, everything. Like uh, every every month you have the option of getting it a day early, and it, it included the uh, San Diego... Um, exclusives as well. Right, right, but as far as the when when the San Diego stuff goes on sale on the Maddie store because the next listed date oh, yeah, yeah. is for the August 15th sale. Uh-huh. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the, the people that weren't actually there at San right, Diego, right. they get the uh, stuff online. Cuz there are a couple of items that I would like to get cuz I I didn't want to take too much advantage of our our kind uh courier. So I just ordered the most important things that I had to have. And uh, there are a couple other items that I would like to order, but... Well, I, I got you lined up for the Comet Warriors, so you're good on that. Awesome. Thank you yeah. very much. I appreciate no that. So the, really the only thing... I, I would like to have the Battlestar ships. Yeah, those and, were nice. Uh, I would... There was there was like one other thing. I can't remember what it was right now. Oh, the uh, I want the Shazam. I, I actually really dig that Shazam figure. And I don't have a Captain Marvel. Yeah, so. I, I, I got him... Uh, Went ahead and picked him up. Uh, That's not the one with the weird hood, is he? It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but the hood comes terrible. off. The hood comes off. I I really dig the Ugh. costume design. I I like the disco shiny lightning bolt. Uh, I dig that design. But we need to we need to move yeah. on from talking about the past and let's talk about the future. The future of delicious, Masters delicious of the universe. Future. Yeah, no kidding. Um, it's going to be a, a good rest of the year for Masters. Um, an yeah. extensive pass. End of the year for Masters, but, but truly a delight. Uh, we start off in October, um, with, uh, the Sky High and Jet Sled non-club, which means that I will not get him with my subscription, which means that I have to be on Maddie to get him. Um, 
the jet sled is awesome. It is the signature, in my opinion, the signature vehicle of Masters. Yes. Because everybody was flying around on them. In the classic show, in the 2000X show, everybody was always flying around on the jet sleds. It's awesome. And that's the um, thing is I want like five of them. Yeah. But you don't need five Sky Highs, who right. is the pilot for the Wind Raider, um, apparently from some box art that I've never seen, nor can I seem to be able to look up. Um, and his color scheme matches the uh, jet sled love very lovely and nice, but it doesn't match the Wind Raider at all. Uh, he has the Wind Raider wings, but the rest of his color scheme is blue and black and red, which makes him look like a Horde member um, and certainly doesn't match the green and orange that is the, the Wind Raider. So Man-at-Arms will continue to pilot my Wind Raider. Thank you very much. Yeah, they, will... they would have to make a heck of a figure to get me to put a different pilot in than the one oh, I've got. No, Man-at-Arms Man Arms owns the shit. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Do you have He-Man? I have a palace, car, palace guard body. Mm-hmm. With, um, uh, what's his face? They changed his name. Uh, Flipshot. Oh. With the extra Flipshot head on it because it looks like Val Kilmer. Kilmer. <laughs> and he has a need, a need for Wind Raider speed. <laughs> so there's no a, switching him out. Oh, see, I've got a really nice display up on my, my entertainment center of, of Duncan in the Wind Raider with the 2000X gun over the side of the Wind Raider. Uh, Shooting Beastman on the Griffin in the face, and they're flying at each other, and it's it's quite lovely, and I'm quite proud of it. That's nice, yeah. Beastman oh. on the Griffin is kind of the centerpiece of my. Oh. my he's he's yeah. hanging he so hanging good. from the ceiling in front of my shelves. Honestly, my Beastman wasn't complete until the Griffin came out. Uh, truly, uh, he I, I, he was he didn't excite me, and then the Griffin came out. And I was like, oh yes, yeah. So well, that I didn't order a Beastman until they announced the Griffin. Oh. No, um, it's, so it's, we've got the, uh, we've got the jet sled, mm-hmm. which is, which is fantastic. Uh, we've got although, a very it, interesting. It says huh? that it has a plug for the Wind Raider flight stand, which is all well and good, but my Wind Raider flight stand is currently busy. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm, I wish that it had come with its own flight stand personally, but you know. Yeah, anyway. I, I totally agree with that, on. especially like the Wind Raider is, you know, that's kind of altitude. You know, that, that's going to be hanging up somewhere. It needs to be high in the sky. The jet sled is, is I think of that, even though, the, you know, it's, I think of that as a closer-to-ground type thing. It's more like a speeder bike. Right, right, exactly. Um, but then, okay, but then let's move on because the next figure is, oh, my God. So, I'm not even going to the next figure. I'm going to the oh, weapons pack. You're moving on to the weapons pack. Okay, let's move on to the weapons pack. Which really, um, all you need to say about the weapons pack is cowl. Yes. Uh, you have classic figures color cowl. So not filmation colors, but classic, uh, toy colors. Uh, cowl, who is, who is awesome. I have a sneaking suspicion that a figure is going to be released with cowl and the filmation colors as a, as an accessory. Oh, it'd be crazy if they didn't, cause they've already yeah. got him tooled, so just repaint him and put him out. Although, we thought the same thing about Swiftwind. Well, Swiftwind isn't a pack-in. Yeah, but I, I you, they can you know, throw Maddie, Maddie and their propensity for cash grabs. Well, sure. Um, but then there's some other lovely stuff in there. You've got Rattler's armor, finally, which is really yes. great because uh, that armor looks awesome. Uh, and then you've got Strobo's gun for the you know twelve people who have fucking Strobo. <laughs> right. um, 
Uh, and then you have the gold weapons for the weapons rack. So if you want to do your uh, display that next to your Granamir, if you are lucky enough to have Granamir, who is amazing, uh, <laughs> then as he is depicted on the box art, you can you can have those. And then there's like weird green colored He-Man weapons for. I your love sli- those. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. For your slime pit He-Man monster that nobody has, so I kind of hope we don't get that. Um, and then what else is in there? Uh, I think there's one other unique item in there. Um, you've got a, a sword for Natasa. Um, you've got Stinkor's. You don't have his blaster, but you've got something else. There's some other uh, his, gun. His mace or whatever is in there. Yeah, there's another gun. There's, you know, yeah. it's it's the it's the the same sort of assortment of things that I will throw in a box and wonder why the hell I bought them. Hey, well, you know, they're, but they look cool. There. There's some and good ones there for like the guards, you know, your palace guards. There's some extra cool weapons for palace guards. There's some stuff like that. Yeah, I do um, like to have more blasters for those guys. Yeah, there, there is kind of a shortage of blasters in the line. I agree. Like, I agree. Um, so we've got a weapons pack coming out, and then do you want to do you want to do these? Do you want to do these October's in in order of least excitement? Sure, we can do that. Okay, so let's move on to Neptune. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't so, like the Egyptian guy? Yeah, it's Neptune. You know, from the episode of Filmation with Neptune in it. Um, yeah, that one. I remember that. Yeah, he looks fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. Um, he comes with a little Ankh weapon and uh, a crystal version of Zor, cause he, or diamond, sorry, diamond version of Zor, because he captured Zor and turned her into a diamond bird. Um, and then his bio is interesting, though, because they tie him into Marzo and say that he was like a minion of Marzo. Uh, so that's why they sort of tied him into the big continuity, um, which I think is cool. I think that whole period of the sort of Marzo uprising is is a neat sort of time that the bios have created. Yeah, and I'll, I've got to give... Um, I don't know that his... Writing ability is all that super, but the way that Toy Guru has managed to connect all of these continuities and all of these characters yeah, is fucking genius. Oh, totally. Um, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with all of his decisions, but it's all, it all works, and I'll give him credit for that. Yeah. So, you know, Neptune looks cool. He's our club filmation for October. Um, which is great. I mean, we'll have just gotten, uh, between then and now, we'll have received Chakoti and Batros and then Nepthu. Um, so, you know, it's called Filmation. It's, it's what you, I wasn't expecting Nepthu and he wasn't on my list, but I think he looks cool. And I think I'll he looks have, cool. Have, have, His bird yeah. looks awesome. Yeah, the, the Crystal Zora looks, looks pretty rad. And the fact that it perches on his arm is, is nice. Um, yeah. cause I'm kind of sick of the bird stands. I'm kind of over the, you know, five bird stands that I have for the five would different. Would you, would you rather have another bird stand or another pair of Roboto legs? Um, I, I, I mean, trap jaw legs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I'd rather have another bird stand than the trap jaw legs. Or, or, uh, sky high legs or karate legs. Or karate legs or, yeah. Or uh, optic legs. Hey man, Masters is full of wacky cyborgs and apparently <laughs> You know, when you, shop when, you, at the same when you need store. a pair of legs, you go to Wacky Johnny's Crazy Cyborg Leg Store, and uh, he has the best prices in town. So, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless you're um, 
unless you're a cyborg and you're a psychop, in which case you have furry beast legs. So you there know, you go. I, I'm down with that. Yeah. So uh, uh, what else? What else have we got? Well, there's three other October figures. Dear God, I mean October's October's going to be like 200 bucks. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. It, and I don't understand. It's like I mean I understand that it's because of shipping schedules and whatever, but we have no club figure for September. No attorney a club club figure for September. We have a club filmation figure in September and we're getting backdress. But if you just have even if you just have the uh, the attorney a club, you're going to get Mantena uh and Lord Dactus who we haven't gotten to yet. Uh and the Horde Troopers. And that is that's already over $100. Not counting your club filmation uh which you would, which gives you Neptune, and then if you pick up your Nod Club items, which is sky high, which is an oversized, and your weapons pack, you're talking in over two hundred dollars in October. That's insane. Right after Dragon Con, when everybody's broke, great. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's gonna be rough. It's, and then immediately followed by Castle Grayskull in November. Yeah, I mean, I'm which, I'm giving hand job. Speaking of which, if anybody wants a hand job outside of Quote Trip. In the, you know, sort of Clarkson area, I've got to make some extra cash, so, uh, come on down to Bo's house of hand jobs outside the quick trip to feed my He-Man habit. Let me tell you the awesome trick my brain is playing on me though. Um. And actually, speaking of tricks my brain is playing on me, we've just added Ryan Schweck to the call. Hey! Hey! Hey, how's it going? It's right going on. great. We're, we're actually getting ready to talk about Castle Grayskull a little bit. Um, and I was, I was gonna tell you guys, uh, the little trick my brain has played on me that's worked out to my benefit. I don't know when this happened, but at some point it got lodged in my head that Castle Grayskull was $500. <laughs> so it's a deal now. And I never, right, <laughs> I never really pondered it. It was just one of those things in the back of my head like, boy, that's gonna be expensive. And then I wouldn't think about it anymore, cause who the fuck wants to think about spending $500 on a toy? And then I got, like an email or something at Comic Con or whatever that that reminded me that it, well, it's still going to be like th- was it two fifty plus shipping? Yeah, so it's going to be like that would, bucks. Yeah, that's a steal. So it's still going to be it's still going to be three hundred. But now I'm like, what a bargain! <laughs> at five hundred dollars, they still want to cut accessories. Yeah, you're right. You're totally yeah. right. And, and well, also, hey man, you're still getting you're still getting a whole lot of plastic for your buck over the Ecto, over the oh, Ecto one. That is oh my whatever. Gosh. <sighs> I, I can't imagine that's even gonna, there's no way that's gonna go into production. There's no way. Nobody's yeah. spending, and then the thing is, you're not just spending $215, you're spending $265, cause if you're gonna buy that fucking car, you're gonna buy the fucking right. figures that you buy yeah. to go in the car. Yeah, what? yeah, you gotta buy the extra figures that will, See, they're the I only can, ones that will fit in the car. You, I don't none of the other figures you've bought will fit there. You've got to buy the new ones. Right. Not that I'm a Ghostbusters collector, but honestly, I could live without the figures in the car. I could live with them standing next to it. No, sir. All right. Ah, uh, no. see, I can live with them next to it, but still, two hundred bucks. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. If I was going to buy that car, I would have to have figures to fit inside that car. My my vehicles have to be able to interact with my figures. That's why I always hated those bullshit fucking vehicles that they put out that had the figure attached in yeah. there. Yeah. Like it wasn't removable. I never owned any of those. I hate those. And and Little Troublemaker uh feels the same way that I do. It it enrages him when when a figure is attached to the vehicle. 
Now, I wonder if they've got to keep at least trying to produce something at the six-inch scale to keep the license going. I would imagine so, um, if anybody even cares about having that toy license. But, I, yeah, that might be a part of it. But, they're, I mean, they're not going to produce this thing. I, I, there is no yeah. way. I can't, I can't see get it happening people. either. Yeah, I, I've got a bunch of the figures. I've got... Um, uh, Gozer, but I, made, I, right? I just, I, I can't spend that much money on a, a car. Can't do it. No. Yeah. No, it's, I, don't, I, mean, I don't care how I can, I can justify here. spending, you know, 250 on the castle. Cause I feel like I'm getting a lot out of the castle. Cause it's a but, fucking cause castle. Cause it's awesome. It's a castle. It's not a car. <laughs> you know, but yeah, the, the car. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry, Ghostbusters fans. Well, how much is right, the so uh, Batmobile going? Um, $60. Yeah, so... $60. Even now, even granted. if it's like twice as good, that's still 120 bucks right. versus the 200 Yeah. yeah. Does the Ecto-1 run on ga- actual gasoline? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why it's so expensive. It has solar cells and a battery. Um... Well, let's, uh, we, we covered Ghostbusters now. We got that out of the way, so we don't have to bitch about that later. Hey, uh, let's hey we're still on October. On. Yeah, I know, we're still on <laughs> right, October. Right, we're still on we're October. Two more thousand dollars in October. So, that's uh, why we don't have money for the Ecto-1. No shit. Good God. Alright, um, so that moves us on to Mantena, who we've already talked about, who looks freaking amazing, and, and yeah, is we, we, absolutely uh, crucial to any Masters collector. He's, he's a work of art, he's unbelievable. I cannot wait to to have Mantena. Um, he's he's and the fact that we're getting him at regular price uh, for a hundred almost a hundred percent new tooling um, and extra legs is just you know when we take a hit in other places like with guys like Neptu who you know don't have a lot of new tooling on him or you know Geldor or, or whatever. I mean this is where this is where Master shines, and I really think that that we're. It is a great subscription because I think that other figures that we maybe don't want that we suck up getting are what may enable pe- uh, figures like Mantena to happen. So, hooray. Yeah, when they get it right, they get oh, it really, really man, right. Mantena's so gorgeous. It's it's ridiculous. And, um, and we can see now that we were right and that Mantena did lead to Modulok. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but still here in October, uh, we have Lord Dactus. <laughs> Um, who, who looks awesome. God, why don't put, just put him in another month. Just put him, yeah. put him somewhere else. Give me a break. Um, cause he's great. He looks awesome. Uh, he's got tons of new tooling on him. And, and as we've mentioned, I, I think if, as far as the San Diego reveals for, uh, for Masters, the amount of new tooling going into this line is, is really amazing. I, you know, the, we've got two years left, uh, with Masters. That's all we're gonna get. Realistically, if we get two years, and I feel that we we probably will, um, but I think that they're really pulling out the stops, uh, and and that the figures they are doing, they're really going all the way with. Uh, and Lord Dactus looks wonder, amazing. I wonder about something if they maybe learned a lesson from last year, and they're front loading the sub with these fantastic. Oh, absolutely! Because year. last year's last year's San Diego previews kind of blew. It, yeah, it was not exciting at all. And I think they learned their lesson. They're like, oh, uh, well, do we want people to buy the sub? Let's roll the big guns out. And Well, and- not only let's roll the big guns out, but let's also, the month prior, tell them that one of the figures they want is not going to be available if you don't have a sub. Yeah. Because uh, in a He-Man. Yeah. 
was you or no wait was it him or Clamp Champ? Clamp Champ is not going to be Clamp, Clamp Champ. Clamp Champ was the one that was not available. And if you go to the forums, the number of people that were you know just dying for Clamp Champ for years yeah. because he's part of he's, cl- he's, the, he's a classic fi- he's a classic figure from the original line and he's awesome and his figure is awesome <laughs> um, except yeah. for his weird backpack. You know, which is you know time enough. I like his weird backpack. I just wish it was functional. But we're not here to talk, about, here Clamp to talk about Clamp Champ. What else? We've got twelve more figures Boom. coming out in October. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, so after Lord Dactus and the weapons pack and Neptu, uh, we we reached the, the cherry on top, the thing that everybody's been waiting for. Uh, and honestly, I didn't think they were going to reveal. I didn't think they were going to reveal the Horde Troopers until the very last year. Uh, yeah. But I, but here it is. Yeah. Uh, the Horde Troopers. After Ram Man, easily the most requested figure um, of the line. They look great. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna. Uh, why, why release an army builder in the year in the month that you're releasing right. all of the other crap? I can't. I want like five sets of these guys, and because they're the horde, they're not the handful of guys in an army. They're the, the horde. Yeah. They're the tons of guys in the army, and. Oh, I just, oh god, and everyone's gonna want them, you know, they're, they're the, they're the army builder, you know. They could have released them probably, <sighs> in, killing well, me. They, they could have been the only release in the month, and they would have sold out in yeah. minutes on the store, they, well they, they wouldn't have made it to the store, they would have sold out in the early, oh uh, man, early it's killing access. me, it's killing me. And Do you think they're going to be smart and up production numbers on those, or are yes, they going to? They will. They will up the production. They're not stupid. They, they um, totally I mean, will. especially they've got them tooled, and it's it's two it's two figures that are the same tool. Now, yeah. the only complaint I've seen is that it doesn't include the parts to make. Oh, you'll know the the general. Um, that apparently would have been a pretty easy part general swap Thunder. for them. Yes, yeah. I see that being a separate figure down the line. Yeah, because they have the parts for him now, and but you know what? Right. Honestly, I don't see him being a figure. You don't think so? Do we have so many other people to get to? General, I mean, unless they just do it as a cost saving measure to 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 pad out. At this point, they're beyond padding out the line. Yeah, that's they, a good they point. Know, Everything they, they do, know has there's to only count. two years left. Right. Um, and so at this point, I don't think you're going to see a lot of because there's not going to be a filmation line next year. Right. Unless they announce it halfway through the year, which they might, I guess. But he's going to be a filmation line character, and he'd be super cheap because all he is is a new head, and I can live without him, big time. Uh, and they're really cutting the fat out of the line, and they've scaled, you know, because the original line map went to 2017, and they've basically cut all the fat and are trying to give us as much as we can in the next two years because they know that's all we're going to get. That's all that the fan base can support. Yeah, that's going to be the end, and and that they have to make every year count because there's the danger that yeah they, they can't save be the last. Year. I mean, we've got what we've got Rio Blast, Ninjor, um, uh, there's like Extendar, and I think maybe like one other big name that from the classic uh, figures. That's all that's left. In the that will probably be the ones they they show it. Exactly. Next year's Comic Con for exactly because everyone's. But we've got to uh, we got to move on. We got to move on. So then we got a lot to cover. So then we move on to Geldor, um, who was the fan voted thanks to the German fans who apparently love Geldor. Yeah, uh, yeah right. That's we're getting our Geldor. Whoop de doo. 
Uh, I can I could take him or leave him. He looks all right. Uh, I don't care. I think he looks pretty cool, but I sure. mean, uh, it's he looks cool. He'll, but... he'll end up on eBay. Yeah. But then we move to November, uh, and November we get Seahawk, and Seahawk is badass as shit. Um, he is great, and he's Seahawk. He's easily one of the most fan demanded filmation characters of all time. My only gripe with him is that he is too serious looking, and he needs a uh, a Han Solo smirk. Yeah, he should look more smirky and he, cocky. I was a little bothered should. by that too. He's the Han Solo of of Masters of the Universe, and he's just too serious. He needs a little, a wink and a nod kind of look on his face. And uh, that's my only. Other than that, he's awesome. He's Seahawk. He's great. I love him. Uh, then we have the castle. Two hundred and fifty dollars to two hundred and seventy-five dollars. And much improved over the last time we saw it. Yes, hooray that and, people and can still not walk through the castle drawbridge. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still happy with it. Uh I I still can't really afford it, but I'm <laughs> but we're gonna not buy it going anyway. to have Right. I'm not gonna have all of this stuff and not have Castle Grayskull. And if I so if I didn't get Castle Grayskull, I would have to sell all of it. Yeah. Because it would be dumb to not have it. Yeah. It's, and it's so good. My, my only gripe with what I saw at, at San Diego is I still wish the, the paint, the, just the, the bricks just look a little, I don't know. There's just something missing. It looks on cheap. just the overall paint. Yeah. Do you think it looks, yeah, you think it looks cheap? I don't know. There's just something I don't, missing. I think for a toy, it looks good. I mean, I, I, I don't feel like, I feel like everything on the inside looks great, but there's just something about the, the just the bricks mm-hmm. that's just off for me. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. There's just something. And see, I'm comparing it, I, every time I've looked at it, I've kind of compared it to, to one, I don't know if you guys have a vintage one. Well, I, I know Jay and Ryan don't, I don't know, Bo, if you've got yes, a vintage one yeah. sitting around. And that, I'm comparing it to that, I guess. And I'm just like, it looks so much better than that. Well, of course it does. But $250 it better. Yeah, yeah right. Better look. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. There's just something, I don't know. I just, I just want a little more. There's just a little bit of detail that I'm, I'm missing. Well, and, and also something you've got to think about is, and this goes across the DC lines and the Masters of the Universe line, is more often than not, the figure in hand looks a lot better yes. than the pictures that we have seen. Do you guys find that to be true mostly? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wasn't that excited about New Adventures He-Man. Then I got him in my hand and I'm like, oh my god, you're Flash Gordon. You are awesome. Yeah, and I, I think the DC figures have, have kind of gone the same way. Like Red Hood, I wasn't really all that excited about. Uh, but once I had him, I was like, hey, you know, he looks like he should look. I really like the dome. Uh, I wish his left hand could hold his gun a little bit better, but... Yeah, like the red pistols, and you know, once you start yeah. posing them, it works out well. And, and I think most of them have turned out that way. So we've got uh, an expensive October, an expensive November. How are we doing in December? Well, I'm saving my Castle Grey Skull for December, and that's going to be the hardest thing to do. But I am opening. There's no way. No, that's I'm ridiculous. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to wrap him, and I'm opening no, him on not. Christmas morning. Yes, There's I am. No way. Yes, I am. What if that thing comes? Well, I guess it'll ship middle of the month so it won't get there until nope. the end of the month i'm and wrapping that bitch have, and he will be under I'm, my tree on christmas morning 
I'm not doing that. Well, um, I, 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 I couldn't do that because that experience will be magical and amazing, and you won't get to share in it. And I'm sorry. Yeah, that, I'm okay with that because <laughs> I'm going to take a million pictures of mine and send them directly to you. <laughs> you are a dick. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, I'm not that patient. I would have... open it up as soon as it came in the mail. No, yeah, I, I have the yeah. I have the strength. All I'm going to do is send you pictures of Skeletor, butt sex, and sorceress all <laughs> up in that castle. Well, she can't sit on her throne straight, so. That's true, she can't sit down oh, anyway. A, yeah, speaking of that, Ryan, thank you for bringing that up, because that's a huge disappointment. I mean, they said, oh, we're just going to cut some slits in the throne. Easy peasy. But the thing is, if they cut slits in the throne, the throne would look like shit, and I would rather the throne be intact than... Because, I mean, really, Sorceress was standing up in that castle plenty of times. I don't know, man. I think, I mean, unless it's a matter of her wings hitting the floor... Well, they've put up pictures of her sitting in that throne somehow. Right, jammed in. And I've looked at it, and I can't figure out how they've got her sitting there, but it doesn't look They've got the wings just jacked out across the sides. It's it's pretty rough. I honestly, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, and I I don't, like I said, I don't want big, ugly slits in the throne. I'd rather have a nice-looking throne. I don't know. They want to be big, and I just feel like they would be behind the, the, the armrests, and then, I don't know. So... She can't sit in the throne because it yeah. looks silly. It looks silly the way that that you have to do it if you don't put the slits in there. Um, I don't know. Anyway, all right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> now you're sad. No, I'm sad. Uh, it'll be a sad Christmas in the brown house. No, right. no, it'll right. be an awesome Christmas in the brown house. Thank you very much. Because there's a whole lot in that castle to enjoy besides sticking the sorcerers in the throne. So there's that. Um, December. Is eh, uh we got Come on, strong or we got strong or plundar. <laughs> oh uh, gosh, those are the two uh figures in December. After all that crazy good shit, all of that amazing stuff, then Merry Christmas! You get two figures that people are maybe excited about. Um, I like Strongor. I think he looks really awesome. He does look I don't awesome. Know who the fuck he is? His gun, he looks his awesome. gun looks badass. It's like a super sci-fi awesome gun. Um, he looks good. He's our he's our club formation figure for December, um, and the last club formation figure for the year and for the sub. So that's what you end on. Um, and I think he looks great. He's got a lot of cool new tooling on him. His colors, I think, look really great. Um, you know. He's Fisto and Trapjaw. It's just weird because Plundor, Plunder, Plundar, big fucking pink rabbit, whatever you want to call him, is Filmation. Yeah. I know, right? And he's part of the regular sub and is also, and this is not a word I use lightly or often because I understand how offensive it is, but he's basically retarded. (laughs) Uh, Well, there's a lot to be said about that episode. I mean... Yeah, it's I'm sure there is. It's a Polyphony but... episode. It it was really out of the box for He-Man at that time. You know, He-Man goes off into this other dimension. It was the Lorax of He-Man episodes. Um, it was cool. Do do I agree that he should be the December Club Attorney figure? Absolutely not. You know, he's going to be a meme. That figure is going to be a meme that says, "Remember, kids, not everything Paul Dini does is good." Hey. The episode on its own as a kid, it has a good message. 
you know, my kids I mean, love that episode. They watch exactly. a lot of He-Man and She-Ra, and that's one of the ones they go back to a lot. Well, I will be happy to sell you my Plundar. That's all I. That's all I need them to know is that there's toys that they could possibly get somehow. <laughs> right, right. Well, let's uh, let's go on to 2014 because that was do. kind of the yeah. The, uh, we we end on a whimper in December, which is really sad. Um, after just a ridiculous October and then a pretty, you know, pretty ridiculous uh, November with with Seahawk in the castle. Um, but then we move on to January and and we bust out in January with too bad. And too bad, too bad who is a awesome. regularly priced figure, much like uh, which I Modulock. would much like Modulock, which once again a testament to the line that you know because you know, um, too bad looks awesome. He he, he comes with the one accessory. Uh, other than that, I mean, I've I've seen lots of really beautiful up close pictures of him. He looks fantastic. He's awesome, and he pretty much finishes out the the classic uh, evil warriors with the exception of Ninjor. Um, and you know, Ninja was one of the later, later into the line characters. So, and I think he will be again. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Nobody's and, uh, nobody's super excited about Ninja, and and the whole like you know his action feature was a cloth outfit, which was a big deal on He-Man figures. So, you know, how are they going to do that? I don't know. But but too bad looks awesome. Hooray! He looks great. Uh, moving on to February. Glimmer. About damn time. Yeah, I'm not a big POP guy, but uh I've got to say Glimmer is one of the ones that I feel like is is a must have. Absolutely. She's she's easily one of the most powerful members of the rebellion. Uh she's the main character on the show. Uh you know, um I'm very pleased with uh and and and, and they 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 balanced the the reveals very well. You know, we've got our, our vintage figures, we've got our POP figures, we've got uh, our new adventures figures who we're going to get to in a minute. Uh, the reveals for 2014 were very balanced to make everybody... Yeah, and, a, and a horde figure. But no, Glimmer's fantastic. I don't know, I don't see how in a million years that ball's going to stay in her hand. Uh, but... You know, <laughs> hey, man, she comes with a staff and a ball. And can I point out? Did anyone notice in the slide presentation the, the picture of Glimmer was a boob shot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not real sure what they oh, were showing no, us there, but they were showing off the, the chest area of <laughs> the figure, so you could look at it. Yeah, that was kind of silly. Um, I still don't like the wavy staff uh, thing that that. All the female figures have. Apparently, if you're a female character, your staff is is wavy, and I that bugs me. I, I don't like it. I don't know if that was the way it was on the vintage figures, but uh, I don't know. I don't like how all the staffs, the female staffs, twist at the very bottom. I don't like it. Um, but she looks great, and yay, Glimmer. She's awesome. Hooray for POP fans. I'm excited to have her on my POP shelf. It's awesome. Uh, but then, then in February, we get Modulock. And he is glorious. Yeah, yeah, dude. Modulock, uh, I, I will say as soon as he's he pops up on my screen. He's worth the sub. I just ruined my keyboard. Yeah. yeah. It, it, he's absolutely, he's worth the sub, period. I mean, he's... Now here's something I haven't even really looked into. Uh, does he, does he come in pieces? Does he come apart? What, how does, do I we saw, know that? I saw one picture, um, from San Diego of the, the two, 
like the two pack and and somebody assembling Moduloc seemingly out of the two pack. It was like over their shoulder and the standard like, you know, two pack that the that all the two pack characters have come in. Right. Base uh was on the floor and or on a, like a table in front of him and he was putting Moduloc together. Now, I don't know why they would have packaged him in a box like that to ship. I mean, maybe they that's the way they do it. But personally, I want him unassembled. Right. Like Granamir. I want him in a closed box. I want a closed box with original art. Yeah. Um just like the like the original release was in a closed box yeah. with no window with cool art on it. That's what I want. Now, I have a feeling they're just going to use the, they're going to put them together in some sort of standard pose, uh, and then do a two pack, uh, with the window. Uh, I think that's, that, I think that's how it's going to go down. I would prefer it the other way. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I don't care. I open everything and throw away the boxes anyway. So. I still have my Granimer box because that art is awesome. Yeah, and the, and the closed boxes they've done are nice. And actually, you know what? I I said that, but I've still got my Wind Raider box. I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't throw that away because it just looks too nice. The Grayskull box um, looked great too. Yeah, you know what? I how wonder do you feel about the choices of the uh, right. That's that's what I was getting ready to say. I wonder how because I'm I'm dubious of everything Maddie says. Uh, I wonder how much the input really went into choosing those characters because I've got to say, those are the most baseline obvious characters. Like, there's not even one that's like, oh, that's cool that that made it on there. They're all like, what would have been on it in the 80s when a corporate executive made it? I don't scene. know. She was on there. Uh, yeah, but there, she's mixed into the line now. If we go back to the 80s and assume that POP is totally blended in and integrated <laughs> with Masters of the Universe, she would have been on there. You've got Tila, you've got the Sorceress, and Shira from the Master side. That's three female characters that, I mean, you could have easily picked Ram Man, you could have picked, I mean, I think. See, and, and I, I don't, cause Ram Man, that's the thing, is I feel like Ram Man would have been on there. As crazy go nuts as everybody was over Ram Man for so long. I don't know, I voted, anyway. I voted for Sorceress and Shira. I don't remember what I voted for, but it was, I think I picked the stupidest things I could possibly pick just because I wanted it to be fun. Um, but the Grace Call box art does look really good. It's awesome. 2014. The Sorceress, the Sorceress really in particular, good. I think that her art looks fantastic. That she's out there whooping ass with like, I expected her to just be maybe yeah. like out of a window or up on a tower, but the fact that she's out there mixing it up, I thought it was, looked great. And her yeah, pose it's, just it's, looks it's, awesome. It's definitely a dynamic shot. But, uh, 2014 looks really good. It sold me on the sub. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely in on the Masters sub again. Uh, cause I, at this point, I honestly think this is probably going to be the last year. Uh, if there's any truth at all to their, oh, we have to have these numbers to go forward. So. I don't know. I think we'll know. get one more year. I think we'll get one more year and that'll be it. Yeah. We'll see. Did you see Toy Guru's little missive that came out today? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Um, about how none of the subs are where they expected them to be and they're, they're really afraid that none of them are going to happen, which I didn't realize that the Masters sub was under the gun like that again, which I mean, obviously it would be because it was last year, but, uh, apparently all the subs are underperforming. Well, but there's, the, I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy my sub until after San Diego. 
I haven't bought mine yet. See, I think there's a lot of people. I guess I should. I think there's a lot of people who are just like, oh, well, I've got time. You know, and they're going to buy them in the, the, in the 11th hour, and, and that's going to be how it is. And if they fudge the have numbers... Have you guys done the DC sub yet? I haven't bought my sub. I'm kind of waiting to figure out this quarterly shipping thing, because it looks like when you purchase by quarterly shipping, you're being charged for the first three months. At least the way I was looking at it, so it's a hundred and something dollars All at up once? front. I think so. Ooh. I mean, I I struggled with that decision for a long time, but then I was like, you know what? It's worth the happiness that I get every month to pay the extra shipping. Um, yeah, I think that's what I'm leaning towards. Yeah, I went ahead and did it. Um, so I'm I'm in. I'm locked in. So I bought mine. But but what are you thinking, Jay? I haven't bought mine yet. I'm I'm going to do it. I just haven't decided uh, if I'm going to do the quarterly shipping. There you go. I think I think everybody month. else is in y'all's boat. That's why the sub hasn't sold because everybody's sort of waiting. They're figuring it out. <laughs> they fucked it up by offering the two different shipping choices. Yeah. Well, if you wait long enough, they'll probably show somebody else too. They usually do. We'll get something else. Or hint something. Well, they already hinted Scorpion. And Blade. And uh, yeah, and that's Blade, well. Yeah. There's there's dispute over that. Somebody's very upset that the colors didn't appear to be correct. Uh, yeah, well, everybody I, was all everybody had their panties in a wad that the tell you. that the Seahawks sword wasn't the right sword. I'm like, whatever, guy. Right, Come right. On. Oh, yeah. it's that Blackbeard. Nobody, whatever. So anyway, Masters of the Universe is looking pretty. Wait, good. we're not done. Uh, we're not done. Uh, yeah, I want to hear what y'all thought no, about we got the sub exclusive is. Oh, that's right. We've got Hydron and then... Crap. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. All right, so Hydron. Hydron is March. Hydron looks awesome. He's everything anybody who gives a shit about new adventures would want a Hydron figure. Um, I love Water Dudes, so I'm actually pretty stoked. I mean, as a figure, he looks great. Like, he looks cool as shit. I'm I'm all about him. Um, And and honestly, you know, I mean, new adventures need some help because all they got is new adventures He-Man and Flipshot, so, you know. Everybody's been, you know, everybody's been waiting for Hydron. He's the only other, honestly, the only other New Adventures good guy that I even know. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we move on to the subscription figure, who's what is supposed to make you want to buy the sub. And, I fail. Yeah, I it's, it's stupid. Uh, it's wait. stupid. It's really stupid. Um, I don't agree with this decision at all. Um, I think that they just don't have him done, personally. I th- here's my thing. I think that they were in a bad position where they are down to making A-list characters and they can't make an A-list character the sub the sub exclusive. And what else are they going to do? They can't make it like New Adventures Skeletor or something. It could be Dare. I mean, it could be Eldor. It could be I can think of a yeah, I can think of a handful of, of not super, you know, core characters, but are still excite, you know, excitable, you know, and then Dare at least would be like, it's like a He-Man, cause a lot of the original subscription figures were He-Mans. You know, like King He-Man and, and, uh. And people still want it. Was it Ular? Yeah, yeah Ular. Ular. Although Ular's, I mean, Ular's cheap. I mean, all he is is, he man with a long cloth and a spear. I mean. Yeah, but they could have thrown in some kind of cool accessory or something. Yeah. They, could, they could have put something in there to make give him value. Aside, but think about it. Aside from uh, what's her face, the horde witch, Shadow Weaver. Uh, Shadow Weaver. Aside from Shadow Weaver, has the sub exclusive really ever been that much of an incentive? 
Uh, Queen Marley. I mean, is it? Or no, she was the San Diego. No, she was. Um, she was Comic Con. Uh, is it been King He Man and? Yeah, King He Man was not. Nobody cares. Um, right. Uh, and then before that, what was before you had one one dar? Paternia He Man was the other one, right? Yeah, Preternia He Man. These yeah. these are all throwaways. There's not one of these. That I think many people were like, oh, other than now Shadow I have to buy the sub. Other right, Shadow Weaver's the only one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, they... I think the unnamed one is, is interesting, but I think he's going to turn out to be exactly like Horde Prime, where yes. you're like, oh, we've, here's a character we've never seen before, and then you see him and you're like, oh, alright, that's fine. Um, I don't think he's going to blow anybody's minds. I mean, he, you know, there's, n- they, they can just make it up. And well, and the thing like, is, oh, okay, yeah, it's a no-win. It's a no-win situation because if they do a hundred percent new tool for this character that nobody knows what they look like, people are going to be fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. And if they just farm a bunch of parts together, people are going to be fucking pissed. Yeah, and someone will so complain he's wrong, even though they really, yeah, seen yeah. Him. Somebody's going to have secret knowledge, like, oh, I, I back in the day, I saw the script from Filmation and it had a, a thumbnail of. This guy, and he yeah. Look like I mean, I think that like two side. characters that I think that would make great subscription figures would be Songster mm-hmm. and Skrullos. I'm just gonna nod my head. Everybody, uh, I'm nodding my head. What? Uh, Songster was from the He-Man live show, and tons of people want him. And there's a huge contingent of kids who went to the He-Man live show when they were kids, and Songster was like the guy, you know. Uh, and then Skrullos was the guy from the comics who was like, I'm the scribe. He's like the watcher of, of He-Man. You know? I'm not disagreeing with you. I just have no idea. I mean, well, but, now I but at least there are characters that are, that people already know about and we know what they look like right, rather right. than the unnamed one. They would have made much better choices. I think uh, Goat for Man this could have fit in there instead of him as the traveling con. Yeah. But. I can see though where where they would think that the excitement of ooh what is this going to look like what is it going to be it's a mystery like that's I can not, see that's where that's not they how you sell the sub thought, you sell the right. sub by saying here's a figure we know you want that's why you want to buy the sub like I completely agree with making Shadow Weaver the sub exclusive absolutely percent yeah. you know um, so uh, who knows? We'll get the unnamed one, and we'll and I and I honestly, this is my prediction. We'll all get them, and we'll be like, oh, okay, cool, you know, whatever. And and no one will be excited. Um, Goatman, if he's if he's half as hard to get as Strobo, fuck you, Mattel. Like, yeah, I've already. I, I'm not um, even gonna like. I'll try to get Goatman, but I have no hope whatsoever. He looks great. I think he's an awesome yeah, he's a great figure. He's figure. evil as shit looking. Um, yeah. you know, uh, I, I, I think he's great looking. Um, I'm, and his accessories are awesome. Comes with a giant freaking ass hammer and some big awesome ass staff thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, whatever the hell that is. Um, and he looks exactly like he does out of the comics, although better, honestly. I think he looks better than he did in the mini comics. Um, well, that was a, well, he, wasn't it Golden Book? Yeah, it was Golden Book. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, he's, we're taking, Art meant for children, basically, sure. and applying it to this line. Yeah, so demon, demon art meant for children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the so masters overall, there's you know typically the the same kind of strange decisions that they've made all along. But overall, they have enough compelling stuff and enough must-haves that it's it's 
it's, it's, for me, it's, it's a no-brainer. Line. It's an awesome line. Now I say to you though, speaking of weird decisions, and Bo, I'm sure you're gonna bring it up. Whatever they're calling yes, it, Stan Lee door, whatever oh, his name God. is. Oh no. I am, no. But I have to say, I am so glad that that's not a, a subscription figure. No shit. You know, apparently, uh, you know, for all of you listening at home, apparently, uh, Mattel and Stanley's Powell Entertainment, whatever it's called, made some deal. That means that Stanley gets a He-Man figure. Um, and that's what the, the, uh, the mask helmet tease from New York Toy Fair was all about, which is a terrible tease, because a tease is supposed to be the kind of thing that makes you be like, ooh, I can guess it, I can put it together. And no one was gonna guess that Stanley was gonna get his own figure, and that's what the stupid helmet was for. It's awful. In an infinite universe full of infinite possibilities, somebody out there guessed that they were going to make a blue Stanley figure. It's stupid. It happened. I will say he does come with sunglasses that'll fit on any Masters figure, so that could be worth the price alone. That alone <laughs> is it. The only redeeming, the only redeeming trait that I have seen from Standar is that his helmet Looks an awful lot like uh, God Skeletor from the '80s movie, and maybe yeah, uh, that means we're going to get that because we're getting gold. We're getting Goldor next year. So, although that is kind of a slap in the face to Jack Kirby to give Stanley a costume that looks like a Kirby design. Yeah, that's very. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up, Mattel. Uh, right now, let's discuss Avengers Two, which it was revealed is going to be called Age of Ultron, which I think uh, less people were expecting than were expecting the Stan Lee Masters of the Universe figure. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, they're saying, well, first they've already come out and said it had nothing to do with that last mini series that came out, which I don't know if any of y'all read it, but it was awful. That's what I hear. And then he came out and said that Hank Pym will not be in the movie. Yeah. So I'm not real sure how that will be working out. I don't know how you have Hank Pym or have Ultron about Hank Pym. Here's my theory. I think the little kid from Iron Man 3 is going to build Ultron. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's my theory. I can see that happening. Yeah. 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 Uh, Like, I'm I'm kind of only half joking about that. Well, I'd like Uh, to see a way to bring Armin Zola back in and tie back to the Captain America movies. Yeah, and see, that that could happen as well. Arnim Zola, I, I really hope we get to see him change from uh, Toby, what's his oh, name? Oh, you'll see that all in Winter Soldier. That. I mean, that's all that's already set up. I mean, that whole scene in, his head in Captain America when you're like, oh, I, was, I wasn't experimenting on Bucky. No, don't mind me. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's all set up. I mean, that's totally happening. Well, it's... From, from the very first Captain America movie, they said they wanted to sneak Modoc in however they can. So maybe finally they're going to get to it. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, and granted, they put characters that aren't necessarily from the movies into the movie lines a good bit of the time. But there is a Marvel Legends movie AIM soldier coming out. Which obviously they already established aim in, uh, Iron Man 3. But I think it's interesting that we're already seeing a figure of an aim soldier when we haven't seen aim as anything other than just sort of a part of the storyline from Iron Man 3. Oh, I guarantee you you'll see aim. Yeah. I mean, they obviously set that up for a reason. Yeah. And, and they look, the, the figure looks exactly like the comic soldiers. They, they yeah. Look awesome. If you don't see him in the movie, um, uh, you could see him in the TV show with, uh, Shield. 
I think that yeah, would be the true. perfect, person, person, uh, per- perfect yeah. uh, villain for that show. Well, I think sir, they pointed out today, too, that Loki is going to be – Loki is the big bad of all the Marvel movies, and he's going to continue to show up again and again, they've said. And so I assume they're going to time him somehow, although I kind of hope they will give him a rest. But it sure sounds like that's not the plan. Yeah, that's interesting. I won't, and then that's the other thing is these people are all really big on misdirection. Uh, anything that gets said could be a lie. It could be yeah. changed. It could be there, you know, we really don't know anything, uh, right now except that Karen Gillan shaved her head. Yeah. Which, holy shit, that was shocking. But hey, good, good on her. Sure, absolutely, and well, and it'll help to separate her even further from being Amy Pond and, yeah. and moving on with you know Guardians of the Galaxy. And you know, having no hair is going to make her eyes even bigger. Yeah, yeah. Well, it does. It definitely does. But I, it's an interesting cast they pulled together for Guardians of the Galaxy. Like seeing that photo of them all together for the first time mm-hmm. was kind of like really drove it home just how diverse they went for this. When they've got a former wrestler. Yeah, got I mean, I think they were. I think they did. They did the right thing and actually cast the right person for the part. You know, yeah. and sure, some of them come from other things, but like they weren't just like, okay, we'll get Halle Berry and we'll get these other big giant stars, right, right, and we'll put them in a movie and it'll and it'll sell a million tickets. You know, and we still don't know who's voicing Groot and Rocket Raccoon. But the, have you have you guys read the transcript of the? Um, the Guardians trailer? No. No. Oh, it's great. There's this, there's a moment at the very end and the voiceover says, yeah, we, they called themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> and it's all about them like ending up in prison together and then like sort of finding their own, you know, way and then busting out of jail and then deciding to become heroes. It sounds awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm actually totally excited after reading that description. Like, if the last word in the description of, of the, if the last word in the trailer is "what a bunch of assholes," <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. That that sounds great. Like if that's their whole like, they're just a bunch of space scoundrels. It's right. been a long if time since we've had a great space scoundrel movie, and I think that that is what they're panning this out to be. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing is, I I think Guardians of the Galaxy, in my opinion, is a deliberate stab at Warner Brothers and DC. To say, look, you morons, this is how you do a space movie. Yeah. yeah. Remember that Green Lantern piece of shit you put out? Yeah, you should have done this. Yeah. I don't know about how much I like the new Nova Corp costume that they showed, but it may look different on screen. Well, and that's the thing. That, that may not even necessarily be the one they end up using. It may not be the final version. And, like you said, it may look totally different on screen. I mean, nowadays, very little of what we see in reality is is not altered in some way, especially with a movie like this, like sci-fi and stuff. I mean, look at the... Yeah, but it's coming back around, man. It's coming back around. Like, look at Pacific well, Rim. Yeah. You know, all the stuff that was that had humans in it, that was all real. It was all practical. That was yeah. all real. Yeah. They've learned their lesson. You know? But all the stuff that was CG still looked fantastic. Um, so Marvel... <sighs> Honestly, you know, people keep talking about Marvel having all of this, you know, this big lineup of movies and like, ha ha ha, look at everything that they have. Well, and while it, it's, it's all very... galaxy and, and it's not a ton of stuff. I mean, not a lot coming out next year. 
Well, and that's the thing. It's is all pretty while far Marvel, away. Marvel has a lot of stuff. There wasn't really a whole lot that was new. Uh, and, and honestly, there wasn't very much that was exciting. Well, Tom uh, Hiddleston's DC, speech was, as Loki was, I mean, I'm not a girl, but I got kind of excited. That was pretty awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Do you have to towel off your seat? Yeah. A little bit. A girl, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I, I'll admit <laughs> that. I'm comfortable admitting that. That was pretty <laughs> freaking awesome. It was awesome, but at the same time, that stuff now is part of, you know, Ryan Reynolds doing the, the Green Lantern core speech. Yeah, um, he's, he's not. The, okay. the whole Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, you know, talking to the little kid. Like, all of this stuff is staged. It's all, I mean, obviously the Hiddleston thing was staged. But well, sure, but it's, it's but all. It's just, one, but with it being Loki, and and like the masses of Comic Con, and the way that Loki feels about masses of humanity, that I, that was just beautiful. I'm I bought it. I loved it. It was great. It's, it was you know, and, awesome, and I watched the Spider Man thing, and that was cute, and that was cool, and good for him for for doing that. But man, like Tom, I mean Tom Hiddleston owned that crowd. That was magical. When he told them to shush and they just silenced, that was amazing. But it's all the same manufactured stuff. I don't it's, know. It's not... I don't. I don't. I, I. I have a hard time comparing it to the other stuff. Sure, it's manufactured, but the audience reaction wasn't manufactured. No, you know, no, it's one thing for Spider-Man and, and to be like, "Oh, that's cute." Spider-Man is here and he's talking to great people. Great for that audience, but it doesn't do anything for me because it's not. It's not a substantial thing. It's something they did for Comic-Con. It's kind of similar to how Stephen Moffat said, well, if anybody puts this trailer up online, then I'm not going to bring anything new to Comic-Con. Fine, fucking don't. I don't care. I don't go to Comic-Con. It, it's it's kind of like, that's awesome for the people that are there, but for me, eh, I don't care one way or the other. You know, do whatever. I'll, I'll still follow the toy reviews, you know? Now, from the other side, that's not the Marvel Studio side, but all the stuff coming out from X Men: Days of Future Past, or I'm fascinated with this movie now. Holy I thought, shit! What a bizarre project that's turned out to be. When they, I can't believe they went ahead and revealed the Sentinel and what it looks like, or at least what right. the head looks like. I think it looks okay. great. Now, do you think that that translucent faceplate is actually part of the design, or was just there to protect the face of that one from? The crowds and shit. No, I think I that's tell. part of the design. I think we're going to see... Yeah. Remember they used to show how you would see the Sentinel identify mutants that pop up and oh, throw a little thing over of them? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. That makes sense. I think that's I what we're going to see. I can buy that. Um, um, I think yeah, the casting I'm, on it looks pretty great so far. Dude, Peter Dinklage as Bolivar Trask is genius. Yeah. I mean that—that's just so solid. It's unbelievable. It'll be interesting to see how people react to having two Quicksilvers, because you're going to have them in Avengers too, and then you'll have them in this too. Yeah, that's a that's a weird, weird thing. It seems like Fox and Paramount would be able to get their shit together and be like, okay, we can do a little cross casting. You know, it's 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 going to help both of our franchises to to do this. As opposed to, well, you're going to have this character and make this amount of money. Fuck it. Get it, get it together. But we can look at the Batman 66 DVD releases and see that they just can't work that way. I thought that announcement was coming. You know what? It's funny because I was listening to the ESO uh, 
the the main show, and all of those guys were furious that they didn't announce it, and that's not anything I had ever even suspected or heard. Like, the last I heard, as far as Batman 66 goes, was yes, they can, they can use likenesses, they can use images, they can do toys and shirts and hats and whatever other bullshit they want to put out, but the studios still cannot agree on the actual media and, and are nowhere nearer to doing it. Because there's just too much involved with the production of the show. And yet they can show it on, was it the hub shows it 15 times a day? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's syndication though. That's a different deal than actually releasing something as its own, like, DVD entity and dealing with who produces what for it because you know they're going to have to do some kind of special features. They're going to have to clean up the prints. There's all kinds of production that'll go in and they've got to figure out who's responsible for what and who, I mean, it's just, it's 8,000 people trying to make one decision. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it's just one of those things that I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, and uh, they certainly are throwing a lot into Spider-Man, too. You know, oh, my gosh. I, mean, we've got, I, I think what? Electro looks like shit. <sighs> yeah. And I think he'd make a great-looking action figure from, like, NECA or Hot Toys. Like, he'd look really cool, but I think as a moving character, he's going to look stupid. Mm-hmm. But, again, we don't know until we see the CGI on top of it. Right. And the rhino, the same thing, all we've seen of the rhino is him in that truck with the tattoos, so who knows what that's gonna be. And then the Green Goblin they announced is gonna be in it, and... Oh, really? Yeah, they're throwing everything. And then they basically uh, said, three is gonna be the Sinister Six. They are setting it up. Mark Webb came out and addressed it, so... It'll be good to see. I wanna see how they handle it. But then they cut Mary Jane from two. They've already filmed her stuff and she's out. Yeah, I I read something about that. I can't remember exactly what the deal was going to be. Yeah, they apparently filmed a bunch of stuff, and then they pushed her back to the third. There, I think there was something about they didn't want it to be so obvious. Well, no, that's what that that was what it was because we all know. Spoiler alert: uh, we all know what happens to Gwen Stacy, and they thought it would be make Peter too callous to immediately move on to Mary Jane. Yeah. So they wanted to establish her in this movie, but not really do much more than that, which I think is a smart move. Because that, I mean, honestly, this Peter Parker's a little douchey anyway. He's a little hipstery. So you, you kind of have to be careful about how you portray him. Uh, which I, granted, I still think he's fucking worlds better than Tobey Maguire. I agree. Yeah. Um, but, but they do need to be very careful with the character. What else did Mar- did Marvel have anything else spectacular and exciting? Uh, Ant Man got a date. Yeah, I don't, I don't really oh, un- oh, until oh. I until I see more about the movie. I just can't. I, it's Edgar Wright. That's really all I need to know about it. It's gonna be. Have you seen fun. the Have you seen the footage? Uh no, I've not yet. Yeah, it's really it's it. pretty it's awesome. Great. It's pretty yeah, awesome. It's been great, but it's one of those that's been in production for years. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's been in production for years because Edgar Wright is so busy, though. Not because they've been holding it back because it wasn't right or they had to do reshoots or anything like that. Like, it's been in production for years for the right reasons. Yeah. And this gives them time to slip Ant-Man into the whole Marvel universe. Then why say, oh, uh, we don't need Hank Pym to do Ultron? I don't think it's going to be Hank Pym. Have they announced that yet? 
No Niagara Well, that's true. I, I don't know that they've no said, movie. yeah. Mm. It'd be a much funnier movie if it's him. Yeah, that because that was... Uh, who wrote that? The Irredeemable Ant. Was that Remainder? No. So you think that it's, that it's like he finds the tech yep. rather than... yeah. Which huh. really kind of goes along with uh, his, the, yeah, the Marvel his Cinematic Universe more. Well, while we're on the topic of Marvel, we do need to talk a little bit about their uh, toy releases that were shown at Comic-Con. So I remember about this podcast as I was eBaying that stupid Thunderbolts box set. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> I hate it. You missed that because that was actually up on the site for a couple of hours after I first sent you the message about it. I just keep going back whether I want to buy or not, especially because in the case, it certainly showed like they're going to sell Radioactive Man, Songbird. Well, uh, give it some give it a week single. because if you remember in past years, Hasbro kept putting up new stock. So give it, they would update the sales page every once in a while because Sergeant Slaughter went up like three or four times and I missed him every fucking time, but... The first time I found the page active with all the Comic-Con stuff on it, uh, the taco truck and Boba Fett were sold out, but everything else was there for a couple of hours. So there's a good chance they've got more stock that's going to go up at some point. I'd I'd keep an eye on it before you drop serious money on eBay or anything. Yeah, we went back and forth with the uh, Thunderbolts. They looked nice. Just couldn't commit uh, $100 for the uh, set. Well, and that's the thing. It's ninety bucks plus whatever the shipping is, which is going to be at least ten dollars. And I, I, I'm with you on that one. I just, I couldn't do it. And and like Ryan said, we know a couple of them are pro- are going to come out in one form or another. Right. And it looks like the only two that aren't are Santana and Ghost, who are of course the two I want the most. Well, yeah. That's what they do. That's how they roll. Um, and then as far as new Marvel Legends, first of all, this line has been kind of a disaster because you can't find them. Well, you can't find them at retail. And it's it's to the point now where I, I kind of don't care whether I get figures or not because it's such a pain in the ass to find them. And it really sucks because like one of the great new figures they've got coming out is uh, the new Flash Thompson Venom. And, uh, and, well, and also Batrock. Those mm-hmm. are two figures that I would consider must-haves. But I'm not going to kill myself to get them. I'm not going to pay $25 for them, which is kind of stupid because I've been paying $25 for shitty DC figures for the past year. Yeah. But, uh. Well, I think that Jubilee is a must have figure too. I mean, at yeah. least for him, like the 90s well, X-Men. And she's the build a figure, so. Right. You've got a whole bunch you've got to buy to get, well, was it five you got to buy to get her? I think so. Yeah. So, but apparently Marvel Legends are coming to an end, uh, and they are moving to doing the movie related Marvel Legends, like they did with uh, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man, and uh, like they're doing with Wolverine, which I still have not seen those at retail. Do you know why you're not seeing those at retail? I do not. They are not retail figures. They what? are now a previews exclusive. Oh, my gosh. They will not be going to retail. And I can respect what Hasbro did. I mean, they're straight up saying that stores aren't buying Marvel Legends the same way they weren't buying DC Universe, but if you put a movie title on it, they snatch them up and clog the peg. So right, I think it's the right decision. I, I absolutely do. Um, but boy, that kind of sucks about the Wolverine ones. There were a couple of those I wouldn't have minded having. Yeah, uh, but we'll see what happens because they've got they've already announced Amazing Spider-Man two movie line and uh, Captain America Winter Soldier movie line, and they actually showed Baron Zemo 
and Ultimate Beetle from those lines. So, you know, we're we're still going to get some cool stuff. Uh, it'll be a little fewer and further. Be- well, no, actually, it won't be fewer and further between because honestly, we were getting waves of Marvel Legends about as often as we were getting Marvel movies anyway. Yep. So that that's a line that you know I'm not going to devote myself to like I used to. If I see something that's cool, I'll buy it, and uh, not going to worry too much about it otherwise. So Marvel, you know, they they they're solid. They're in a very precarious position now, though, where everything they do has to be fantastic. They they can't. That's not true. There's time for more shitty Punisher, Daredevil, and Ghost Rider movies. Yeah, but as, as far as the main Marvel stuff, they, they've really got to kick it out. But I don't think we're going to get shitty Punisher. Uh, well, actually, you say more shitty Punisher movies. Okay, I, sorry. I've... Punisher Warzone is a work of art and is awesome. Punisher uh, Warzone is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and the Dolph Lundgren Punisher, I still really like. The only problem with it, honestly, is that he doesn't have the skull on his shirt. Man, I think Punisher that's a great Warzone Punisher is like my ultimate hangover day movie. Still, like I can put that movie on any. It's like it's like the first Mortal Kombat movie. I don't <laughs> yeah. watch. I don't watch a lot of movies more than once. Once I've seen them, I've kind of seen them. Man, I can watch those two movies over and over and over again, and never. Ever get sick of him? Him shooting the parkour guy with the rocket launcher <laughs> is a highlight of any movie so ever. Good. Well, that's the thing is it's that so movie. Good. That movie is Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon <sighs> doing Punisher brought to the screen. They, they spend so much time setting up the parkour guy, the those guys as being total badasses. <laughs> he just he just kills shoots them all. the guy out of the sky with a rocket launcher, and it's so good. It's so good. The whole thing, well that's the thing is that whole movie, it's totally absurd, but it's also 100% satisfying. Well it's like, 100% Punisher. I mean. Yeah. Oh, and then, the, and just in case you didn't know that Jigsaw and his brother were really evil, every 15 minutes they're gonna kick a puppy, or, you know, <laughs> right. kill a bum, just to make sure that you were sure that they were evil guys. <laughs> so good. Well, and there's nobody good in the whole movie. It's fantastic, because yeah. the cop is corrupt, because he's letting Punisher do his thing. Punisher's a fucking horrible human being. He just stands there and watch Jigsaw get cut to pieces in a, <laughs> a giant bin of glass. Oh, um, they're, they're all just awful people, and it's so much fun to watch terrible things happen to him. They just, he just lets Microchip die. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the orphan kid, who probably is now scarred for life, and... Yeah. Will become yeah, a- I no still contend that's that. one of the best Marvel movies ever. I can I can watch Punisher Warzone if it's on. You know, if somebody puts it on, I will watch it all the way. Through. We, we need so to good. do a whole separate podcast. We about the Punisher movies <laughs> that needs to happen. Um, let's move on now to uh, my pick for Star. Well, actually, I take that back. Masters of the Universe star of the show as far as the toys go. Boom. Um, but but Nika was a very very close second with. Not necessarily a whole lot of new stuff, but everything that they showed was 100% fucking awesome. Uh, they had some new Predators that I'm very excited about. They had a Cyborg Predator that's an update, apparently, of an older figure, but features a lot of new pieces. Uh, they finally showed Leatherback from Pacific Rim, which I'm very excited about. I wish it was Otachi, but, uh, you know, that, that'll happen at some point, I'm sure. And uh, Neka has also announced that uh, Cherno Alpha, the Russian Jaeger, is going to be in Series 3. So that's all very good news. 
Uh, they've got a thermal scan Dutch, which is very much a novelty figure, but I think it's a pretty good use of the existing Dutch because obviously, like yeah, they, they got they they got that Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, buck, and they're going to use the hell out of it, and they've done a fantastic job with every single figure so far. And I'm a sucker for translucent figures, so yeah. I'll be buying it. Yeah, thermal scan looks great. Uh, and then they've got uh, two pack of Hicks and Xenomorph, which we saw at Toy Fair, but we we got a little more detail about that and about what it's going to be. It's Hicks with the shotgun, a uh, little bit of battle, battle damage, and the Xenomorph with the exploding head, which is always nice. I think one of my favorite things they did was their what was the movie called? Dead End or whatever it is. The Batman bat- Dead End. Yeah, the Predators. Yeah. So the display was somewhat of a bat sun- <laughs> signal. Oh, it was completely about one hundred percent of that. Yeah. It was fantastic. It just didn't show the whole thing. Right, right. Well, it was it was the top of the diorama was the top of the bat symbol, and then it went and that was the walls, and then it went down into the ground, and then the front of the ground was the bottom of the bat symbol. Yep. I mean, it was it was genius, and it was a way to say, eh, that's what this is, but we can't really say that's what this is. And I've actually got my my albino predator came today. And it looks fantastic, but it has, like, no accessories. So I really don't know if it was worth 30 bucks. but what are you going to do? Uh, but NECA just, they, they have strong presence. Their stuff is just super high quality right now. They're really knocking it out of the park with everything that they do. They're making brilliant use of farming parts and reusing parts and putting a little bit of different paint, a little different piece of tooling here and there. Uh, they just really are doing good stuff, and every release has a little better articulation, a little better paint, a little better sculpt. Um, it's just really, they're a solid company who've who've come into their own over the past, I'd say, two years. Yeah. I was surprised to see that Batman Arkham Origins grapple gun pro- product replica they're making, because I don't yeah, that's think they've thing. made any replicas before, have they? Uh, they have. They uh, did a portal gun. Um. They, they've done a couple of things, but it's all been video game related stuff. Oh, they did whatever the chainsaw gun is from Gears of War. Uh, okay. Uh, they made that. Actually, it's all, it's all been video game stuff, which actually makes the, the gun from Arkham make a little bit more sense since it is video game based. Yeah. And, and I guess that's maybe something they're going after now, prop replicas from video games. And you know what? We've got to talk. If we're talking retail toys, we actually have to go back to Mattel for a bit to talk about their two new DC toy lines, which shocked the hell out of me. And I still can't decide if I think they're good decisions or not. Uh, they they are producing a new six-inch line with much cartoonier sculpts. Uh, they're actually they're like a mix between the Target exclusive Justice League figures with the five or uh, seven points of articulation and the DCUC figures. They're sculpted by the Horsemen, but they're very cartoony. Uh, it does look like they're fairly well articulated. Uh, we'll discuss that in a second. And then they're also releasing to retail a four-inch line. I can't remember what it's called, but it in- uh, multiverse maybe? Yeah, it's multiverse. And it incorporates basically movies and TV and comic books and video games. And I just don't know if that's going to work or not. Uh, but I am excited because they've announced the first Michael Keaton-based uh, figure for the second series. But it's a really weird thing because you have Injustice Batman 
and a new 52 Batman and then some Bane that I don't even know what he's from. And the articulation looks a little wonky. The the cuts seem kind of large. Ryan, what do you Ryan and Jay, what do you guys Mattel needs to give up on this scale. It, they can't do it right. These don't look great. Again, if the price point is low enough, maybe they'll get the kids, but I haven't seen the Target DC stuff selling that well either. Um, but I mean, it's worth a shot, but a lot of the characters don't even look like the Joker that they have is like, have you seen this Joker? He's in like a sleeveless vest with big muscles and for some reason. Is that, is that from the four inch line? Yeah. Really? No, I, I haven't seen that one, I don't think. Or if I did, I, it was so crappy, I disregarded it. Oh, it's, it's pretty awful. And we also have, uh, Asriel and just some weird choices. Yeah, that Asriel is always, uh, strange to, to put into any line, really, in this day yeah. and age. In the 90s, he made sense. But if um, they're cheap enough, I think kids will go for them like crazy. Well, and that's the thing is I don't think they'll be cheap. I think they're going to end up being like 9 to $12 or something. It's going to be the same problem. They, well, look at what they were charging for the Young Justice 4-inch figures, you know? I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. So what are they going to charge for ones that are the same size but are actually articulated and 100% tooled? I can't imagine. They probably think they're going to be 15 bucks. Yeah. Hey. Uh, as far as the 6-inch figures, I think it's good to have a line that encompasses the same style. Uh I feel like the Target figures have been doing pretty well. I've gone in and they seem to be, the pegs are different every time we go in. The only thing is they've got to keep producing characters. And that's the problem Mattel seems to run into a lot of the time is they get one wave out and they give people enough time to lose interest. But I'm interested to see what these look like uh, and to see what goes with them. The exciting thing about the 4-inch line, and, and again, it's Mattel, so who knows what they're going to end up doing, but you can think about all the possibilities for vehicles to go along with the 4-inch line. Well, they've shown a couple. Well, they showed the motorcycle, which did not look so great. Oh, yeah, that did look like a piece of crap. Yeah, I mean, they look like KB exclusives. Right, 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 yeah. Uh, see, and if... I, I still don't understand how Hasbro can put out these fantastic four-inch scale figures. Well, you've got Hasbro and you've got NECA going into the four-inch scale figures now. Um, I honestly am not sure what the prices are on NECAs, but they're nothing outrageous, or I would have noticed them. Uh, but, I mean, Hasbros are fantastic. So many of them are 100% tooled. They look great. They're around 10 bucks, which I still feel like is expensive, but it really isn't in this day and age. I'm just a very old man. Uh, we'll see. Mattel has a lot of trouble with quality and a lot of trouble with pricing. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with that, if they have two more failed lines on their hands or if they can actually maintain. And I also wonder if they can logically fold the cartoons into those lines to consider those lines the revenue source that the cartoons need to stay on the air. Right. Because they've said they're making but we're the Batman toys. They just haven't said where they're coming out yet. Oh, they are supposedly doing a separate line? Well, they didn't say. They just said, yes, there will be figures somewhere for Beware the Batman. See, that's the thing, is that first Beware the Batman is part of DC Unlimited. Is that toy even coming out now, though? Well, who knows? Is he part I of think, the cut list? I think what they should have done is taken that evergreen Batman line that they've got right now that is actually a great toy line. It's not for collectors at all. 
Wolf, but it's a fantastic toy line. Uh, they're the six inch minimally articulated ones, but they have really crazy sculpts, uh, with the fabric capes, and they've done a couple of really awesome Batmobiles for it. Uh, I think they should have just transitioned that into Beware the Batman. Uh, use the same sort of articulation, the same minimal paint, because those are good toys, they're good value, and they're able to get away with a lot just because of the uniformity of the line. But again, who can tell what Mattel is going to do? And with that talk of DC, I think it's time to move into Superman Batman. What do you guys think? I just don't even know where to start with what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, I can see <laughs> introducing Batman in the Superman movie. They're not ready for a Justice League yet. They got burned on Green Lantern, so they're hesitant to put Flash out or something else, which that was the big rumor going around is that Flash was going to get announced. It worries me that... They have said, and in the panel read, that parts of it is going to be based on the Dark Knight Returns. I think that's a poor decision. It's now, terrible. I'm not saying that when I see it up on the screen, I'm not going to enjoy seeing it, but I think it's a bad decision. I think you you don't want those guys uh, antagonizing each other to that extent. Because what makes that... What makes that story impactful and what makes it work is the decades of history between Batman and Superman at the point where that story takes place. Exactly. that They have the history behind it. I, I was really excited for another Superman uh, movie by itself, you know. So adding Batman kind of mixes it up a little bit. Well, it seems like it's going to... Um, you know, Batman being in there is going to steal Superman's thunder. We've got a new Superman, and I think most people liked Man of Steel for the most part. Everybody had some problems with it, but I think everybody who's seen it and isn't just trying to pick it apart is like, you know what, that's a pretty good movie. And I'd be curious to see what's going to happen in the next movie. But instead, now you've got Batman coming in to undermine pretty much everything that Superman is. Well, and what happened with Man of Steel... You know, like you said, everybody's got their issues with it, but we never saw Superman, Superman. It wasn't until the end of the very end of the movie. You know, we're in a costume, saving the day. Yeah, there's collateral damage, but you're gonna miss that second part where, okay, here's who he is. Here's the Boy Scout. You know, that's saving lives all the time and all that stuff. I think they need at least another movie before you have them fight to establish who this Superman is, because we still don't really know. Right. I mean, all we know about him right now is. He broke Zod's neck when he probably really didn't need to. And you're not going to have a whole movie to deal with the transition away from that, which I assume they're going to do, and the well, repercussions I, and all that mess. I think there's a and, – and who knows really, but I think there's a good likelihood Batman is going to be the one to teach him that lesson. Right. Um, well, then on the opposite side, though, we don't have a – this will be a brand-new Batman who, you know, are we supposed to accept that he can go break Superman's neck or bite Superman? But, I don't know. Now, the Batman I want to see, hear me out on this, I want it to be Batman from All-Star Batman and Robin. You and your fucking All-Star Batman. hear me out. If you're going to put a Batman in with all Superman and, you know, I assume eventually we're going to see everybody else, and you've got Batman who's just going to be a regular old guy, he's got to be crazy. And so I want to see a Batman that is just basically saw his parents get killed in front of him and went insane and decided to put on a bat costume and think he could hang with all these other people. 
throw Robin in there because he's, you know, it's Batman's crazy as hell. Sure, put a 12-year-old in danger, no problem. I think it'd be great. Yeah, no. Great. <laughs> I would rather see, and this won't happen with the, the, what Nolan and, uh, and Snyder and Goyer have established. I would rather see a world's finest Silver Age, like Brave and the Bold Batman, teaming up with a, a happy Superman and they're just pals. I'd like to see that movie. I just don't know how they're gonna make Batman any kind of credible Yes, I can go help you without Right. <laughs> I don't right. know how without gonna, any backstory. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do it. It's gonna mm-hmm. be interesting. You know, they've got a Marvel in their movies, they don't ha- really have I mean they have Hawkeye, but even in their movies they delegated Hawkeye to look out on top of the building with some arrows. Right, right. It's gonna be hard to put Batman in the middle of stuff. Well, and that's the thing though, is, is it actually is a little easier with Batman, uh, because if you go back once again to, to my preferred DC canon of Justice League Unlimited, and who saved the day 95% of the time? Batman, because mm-hmm. he was the guy that was looking at every angle, he was the smartest guy in the room, he was the brains, uh, he was the cynical one who was suspicious of everything. Uh, you know, they made him into such a thinker, not even necessarily a genius, just such a thinker and just such a guy who took in every single angle that you didn't have trouble believing that he was the one that always came up with the the win. And the thing was, they didn't, well, once they got past the first season, they didn't totally neuter Superman because in the end, he was the guy that had to save the guy that saved the day. You know, Batman would fly the bat plane into the meteorite or into Brainiac's face or whatever he had to do, and at the last second, Superman would be like, I got you, buddy. There's got to be a balance, and I think it's going to be hard for Hollywood types to find that balance. Yeah. We've definitely come to the end of our Comic-Con discussion. A lot more happened than what we've talked about here, but I think we've hit all the big points that we wanted to. Uh, Guys, uh, overall, one out of five, what would you give Comic-Con as far as excitement and bigness of releases and just generally like how you felt after taking in all the news? I'm going to say three out of five. I mean, there's some really cool stuff, but there wasn't anything that blew my mind. Uh, Nothing. Well, the Superman Batman was was definitely, for me, the, the star of the show. And the thing is, that's not even that exciting because there's so much trepidation about whether or not they're going to handle it correctly. Uh, it's, it's doubtful that they're going to get it right. Uh, and there, there's, there's no way they're going to satisfy everybody. So it, it felt honestly a little bit more like a stunt than like an actual plan. So we'll see. We'll find out. But I've got to say this one was like kind of mediocre because the, the one big announcement was something that you can't be purely optimistic and excited about. Uh, Jay, what, what did, what did this one do for you? I'm right there with you. I, I think three out of five. It, uh, I was optimistic, but then again, disappointed at the same time, so. Yeah, yeah, it kind of, it, it brought us up and slapped us around. And Ryan, what are you, uh, what was your opinion of the whole thing overall? I'm gonna go low. I'm gonna give this Comic Con a one out of five. Whoa! You know, we Zing. we didn't have any major reveals from either Marvel or DC. There was nothing like Marvel Now, the new Fifty Two, Marvel Man, any nothing huge announcements or a few creative team shakeups, but nothing big. The major toy announcements were from two lines that are dying anyway. Um, yeah, it was kind yeah, of the last gasp. Um, you know, the, last year we got a Batman sixty six announcement. Um, 
I, there was just nothing huge. I mean, yeah, Batman Superman was the next announcement, but even that felt like there was no real details on it. It sounded like kind of a hastily, oh shit, what are we going to do next? Uh, Batman Superman, throw Batman behind it. Good to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was just nothing that really stuck out that big. Yeah, you made a really good point about the toys because they had great reveals uh, for Masters of the Universe, and they had some solid stuff for DC as well, but it really was more depressing than anything because those lines are both, you know, two years left tops uh, if DC even makes it to 2014, which I th- I think Maddie will do the same thing they did last year and fudge the numbers so they can get, so they can, you know, get the line done. But I'll tell you right now, I don't think you guys are getting a doomsday. Oh, there's no way. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Comic Con, lots to talk about, but maybe not as much to be excited about as usually happens. But, uh, that's okay because you know what? In just a few weeks, we'll be at Dragon Con, and that's way fucking better anyway. Ryan, thanks for being on. Jay, thank you very much for being on here. Uh, had a good time, and we will see you guys next time on the Needless Things podcast. And that's a wrap. That's it for Comic-Con. Until next year, when I'm sure we'll be back with even more. Uh, we had a great time talking about the toys and, and, you know, various other things. There was more to talk about. And we actually did talk about more, but I had to edit this episode more than I have any other... Uh, I think it's something that won't really happen in the future. At least I hope not. Because like I keep saying, I'm learning with every episode of these I do. And I, I think they're they're getting a little tighter each time. We'll see how the next one turns out. Uh, remember, you can download the Needless Things podcast from Stitcher and from iTunes. And you can also find us on NeedlessThingsSite.com. Uh, we will be back in right around a month, just less than a month actually, with the Dragon Con coverage starting up. But for right now, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com.